Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. Because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 61, and it's titled Our Trip to the Naked City of Cap Dog and More. So we're going to be covering not only our trip to Cap Dog, but we're also going to be talking about the benefits of being naked and how uh, taking these types of trips and adventures can help your relationship. There's so much uh, to talk about, and we can't wait to get started. Well, here's the thing. We just got back from an entire month in the south of France. So we're still slightly jet lagged, but we're, we're doing pretty good. And um, well, we got to experience, you know, the French and European culture around sex and nudity. Obviously, this is a culture I grew up in, uh, but it still was really good to experience it together and really like well, go on a trip to really experience it fully. And that's really what we did. We went to the Naked City. We went to a nude beach, a regular beach. I mean, so many different things. And we're going to tell you all about our experiences and how this can inspire you as well. So if you are excited about this episode as much as we are, just um, get ready because it's going to get juicy. But before we dive in, uh, we're just going to say hello to our sponsor because this episode is brought to you by Power and Mastery, the most complete sexual training for men to develop your stamina, boost your confidence, and enhance your sexual abilities. So you can check it out at powerandmastery.com if you're ready to seriously change your sex life. All right, so this this is going to be a really fun episode um, <laughs> because, well, we're just talking about fun stuff and Cap Dog was a fun place. But first, let's just say, uh, for those that aren't familiar, what Cap Dog is. And, and before we even do that, if you want to go look it up, I mean, you'll see it in the notes here, but it's it's not Cap Dog, like a lot of Americans would say. It's, <laughs> it's not D-O-G, it's not even D-A-W-G. <laughs> It's a French name, which is D apostrophe A-G-D-E. So if you want to look it up. So Cap Dog is kind of called the Naked City. And basically it's it's like a small village, but modern by, you know, small village standards in Europe, where the entire thing is naked. So some people live there. Some of it is just a resort for people to come and visit. But you can be naked Anywhere you want, like literally, not just on the beach, like anywhere. Yeah, I believe it's the only city in the world that offers that. And it's, um, I was going to say fenced in, but it's a little like it's, it's, it's gated, basically. Yeah, so you, you can't just wander in there. Um, it's actually quite tightly controlled. <laughs> yeah, we were surprised. So when we were driving there, uh, we, we reached Cap Dag and we're like, oh, well, it's a city because there's the Cap Dag and there's Cap Dag, like the naturist village. Right. And they separated. And once we finally, you know, he had to drive a little bit further and we finally found it and we're like, oh, hang on, there's like a gate and things and um, you can't just enter through it like this. You have to pay for it and you have to show your ID, your passport. Um, so it felt like it created a sense of, I want to say safety, uh, a safety container really, because like I said, no, you can't just enter like this and you have to show who you are and they're keeping track of what's happening. So I thought it was really well done for that. Yeah. 
I was excited to go to Cap Dog. I've been to the south of France before, and I've always thought it would be a fun experiment to do, but I've never been quite in that region of the south. I've always been more east of that in different parts, and so it was kind of fun and exciting to actually get to do this. So just so you know, our intention of this particular trip was not to go to Cap Dog. It just so happens that we were close enough to it that we said, there's no way that we cannot <laughs> Go if we're this close to it. Exactly. We were doing it for you, the <laughs> listeners, because we knew how much you'd love to hear these stories. <laughs> okay, we were doing it slightly for us too, because we had heard about it, truth be told. Yeah. So let's dive into what our experience was like. And it, it really does start, I think, with what you were just mentioning, which is you actually have to stop you park, you get out, you go into an office, there's a whole check-in procedure. Mm -hmm. And then once you're, you've checked in, then you go through an additional security gate where they check to make sure that you have the right, you know, credentials, whatever. (laughs) Um, And then you finally get into the city. Mm -hmm. Now, what's fun about this is the second you really get into the city, it's pretty obvious that things are different (laughs) because there's naked people everywhere. Like riding their bikes, uh-huh. carrying their boogie boards to the beach, just walking down the street, sitting at a cafe. Yeah. So here we are driving and there was no guarantee that we could get a parking spot, but we still decided to bring in the car. Um, and you're like, oh, this is different. You start seeing people on their balconies, everybody's naked, people people wearing sarongs and stuff. And like, this is cool. So we finally figured out where the parking, one of the parking was. It's kind of in the middle of it. We parked there. And um, first thing Kevin says, like, we need to get naked. I'm like, really? I mean, can we do that? I was like, well, yeah, we're in the naked city. <laughs> so I think that's when the first fun part started because... I mean, when was the last time you parked your car and first thing you did was taking off your clothes and then just carried your bag and walked around in the city, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we were like, we had to do it just because it was so fun to be able to do that. Oh, absolutely. You you can't go to a naked city where everybody's just like riding their bikes naked and stuff and then like walk around with your clothes on. That's just... Yeah, but... Also, what's interesting is not everybody was naked. Some people were wearing some piece of clothing or even were fully clothed. And that's what I like. It doesn't seem like there was too much pressure to be naked. It's not like because you're in Capdag, you have to be naked. But it also felt very... um, welcoming for those who wanted to be naked, that there was no judgment. So there was no judgment other way, whether you decided to remain clothed or be naked. Yeah, that's that's a good point to make is that, yeah, you have choice, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that, you know, some people are coming and going. And if you're on your way out of the city, you're obviously wearing clothes. <laughs> but uh, I, my point was kind of like, when else do you get an opportunity to do this? If we're here, like we have to do it. Mm-hmm. So we did. We parked the car. We took off all our clothes. And we headed for the beach. And we headed for the beach, which was not that close. It was a bit of a walk. It was, but hey, we were like just we naked were, and shaking it and having a good time. That's right. <laughs> so we found the beach. And um, what was interesting, we were aware, we did a little bit of research beforehand. So we were aware that the beach had different sections. Um, and But we didn't really know where we were from where we entered. We figured out later on where we were, and we'll tell you all about that. But just so you have an idea, usually the beach is kind of like this section that's more family oriented so you you'll get the kids and family uh there's kind of a mid-section that's kind of a buffer zone and then there's like the risque where like anything goes pretty much and then there's another like i want to say 
milder buffer zone, probably. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I don't, I mean, we had heard there was a, maybe a clearer homosexual section, but honestly, I didn't like, I think everybody was mixed. I didn't feel like it was very uh, separated, which I really appreciated because I, I really don't think it should be. Well, first of all, the way it had been described to us from other people that we know who've been there is exactly that, that um, you go and the beach is very clearly divided and you have your family section, you have your gay section, you have your, uh, you know, sex of this type section. And like mm-hmm. they made it seem like it was completely sectioned off <laughs> and like really clear. And when we got there, we actually found that's not at all the case. While there are sections, there's no signs, no markings. Like we didn't, like like Celine said, we didn't find anything that seems to be specifically gay Mm -hmm. um it just looked like it was uh just all spread out Mm -hmm. the only the only things that we saw that were really clearly delineated was this family section was very obviously family like Mm -hmm. it was where all the kids were it was just like any other nude beach that you'd go to and then the risque section was way more crowded Way, way more crowded. It was like a sea of people. So the funny part is we're walking in. And so we kind of, we from how we entered, we missed the family section. So we didn't see it until later when we went for a walk. Uh, but we started walking and then we went into this really crowded area. And we're like, oh, no, there's no way. We're not going to be like, we like to have a little bit of a... Uh, space around us so we kept rocking through it and we saw nothing we we're just like oh it's just a, a space that's very crowded yeah well i mean so one we were sort of focused on finding our spot <laughs> but but two just like you know when you go to a normal beach it's not really cool to stare you know like like even if you go to a regular beach where everybody's wearing clothes you don't go there and you're walking and then you see a, a good looking woman and you're like oh <laughs> You know, like you just don't do that because it's rude, right? So we Unless were... you have the proper sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and I did well. buy my perv glasses, which I, that's how I call them, the ones that I can put on and nobody sees my eyes, so nobody knows where it's, I'm looking. It's okay to admire as long as you do it in a way that is not offensive to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but So we weren't really looking, and, mm-hmm. and because we weren't really looking, we didn't notice anything. Yeah, so uh, we passed this part, we sit down, we, we found our space we lay down we go in the water and like kind of like just have fun and and it's just fun to be there we take in the sun and then we decide well let's go explore so let's go for a walk and i think we go one direction and and the beach is only two kilometers long so it's not so long you you can walk to both ends there's yeah yeah so we walk to one end i think that's how it went right and we're like oh this is already the end of it yeah so where we were we had come in there's two entrances to the beach and uh if you're walking towards the beach there's one on the right one on the left we entered on the one on the left and then we walked uh, quite a ways but we didn't realize that we were actually relatively close to the end Mm -hmm. of the beach and so we started walking and then we hit the the boundary to the left pretty quickly and we were like oh Oh. all those people over there they're actually wearing swimsuits Uh, was it no i think that's the ever beach where they had swimsuit because this one was still in the village but it stopped like there's there was a rocks or something no that was that was on the end of the family section okay all right there was actually oh you're right inlet and there was a rock wall but on the other side there was just another beach after that so we decided well let's turn around and go in the other direction so we come back and we start to walk we see our spot we continue walking and then we like 
oh, what's going on over there? Well, so we get to that part that's really, really crowded. And now I'm not carrying stuff. I'm not looking for my place. Like now I'm just kind of like more curious about the environment that we're in. And so I'm just kind of like walking around. I'm not looking at anything in particular. And I just catch out of the corner of my eye somebody who's pretty up close to the front. It was a woman giving a man a blowjob. And, and I was like, oh, that it just hit me instantly <laughs> why this section was so crowded. And I went, oh, this is the section we heard about where you can actually have sex on the beach. And so once I saw that, I started paying closer attention. And then I could see things here and there where people were actually making you know, love making or love. touching each other. Yeah, all, all kinds of mm-hmm. you know sexual play. But um, well, so before I say what I was going to say, so I'm noticing this. And Celine's kind of like looking around in other places and I'm like, oh, how can I point this out to her without being like, look at that, look at that. <laughs> so I'm over there, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not because like, to us, it's actually not that uh, big of a deal. No. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, look what they're doing. It's just that I wanted her to know where we were at. Uh-huh. Like, I wanted her to know, oh, just, we're in that it. section, right? Uh-huh. So I'm like, look, over there, over there. And once she saw a couple of them, then I didn't have to point it out anymore. I know. But one thing that I thought was really fun is it's actually okay to watch there because it's more of a part of the beach where... If you're an exhibitionist, that's where you go because you want Mm -hmm. to be seen. You want to be in that environment. So I've actually noticed there was a time, too, where there was a big circle with somebody uh, giving a blowjob to... Yeah, they were out in the water. They weren't out in the water. But, like, people do stare at you. People look at you. But at the same time, it's also somewhat private. It's not like... In a sense, I had imagined maybe more of like a gigantic orgy going on on the beach. And I was slightly disappointed because (laughs) I thought it was very regular. And, um, you know, it was like people of all shapes and ages and size and everything. And it was so cool to just witness people totally natural and naturally doing what they wanted to do. And um, that kind of freedom is very uh, thrilling. Absolutely. And, you know... I was also surprised, too, that, you know, when you think about a place where you can go and be naked, and when you think about the fact that they do have sex clubs in the evening, and they have a section of the beach where sex is is not just tolerated, but, but like, that's where you go to have sex, um, you might have this idea in your head that it's literally going to be like walking into a giant orgy, Mm -hmm. that there's going to be sex everywhere and moaning and screaming. And like, it's just like a a porn movie orgy that you've seen. (laughs) And honestly, it was nothing like that. Now I admit this was one day out of 365 and who knows, maybe it gets crazier at different times. But what we witnessed really was just a lot of people all in this area doing mostly what anybody else does on the beach, getting a suntan, sleeping, eating, talking, swimming. And mixed in here and there, there were people just having sex. Mm -hmm. And what I thought was so cool about that is, so, you know, Selena and I frequent nude beaches a lot. This isn't anything (laughs) new for us. And, you know, at any other nude beach that you go to, any type of sexual activity or conduct is highly frowned upon. And Mm -hmm. the reason is, especially here in the United States, because 
the status of these beaches is in a delicate position, such that anything that would give authorities an excuse or reason to shut down a nude beach um, would be bad for the beach, right? And, and in all the ones we've been to in the States, sexual conduct is it, like, that's the thing. Not only is it illegal, you can get a ticket, you can be arrested. Um, it's just, it's really bad for the mm-hmm. beach. And so all these times that we've been to nude beaches, like every once in a while, we're just like, wouldn't it be so great if like I could just go down on you right now, you mm-hmm. know, or wouldn't it even be great to just massage you and touch you? But because you can't, you know, it's just like, it's a fantasy. Like, oh boy, that would just be nice. Like we've been here on the beach all day long. We're cuddling in the sun. And wouldn't it be nice to just be able to touch your breasts or, mm-hmm. or whatever? And you just can't do it. So what I loved about Cap Dog is that you can do that. Mm-hmm. If you're laying there and, and you look over at your partner and suddenly you just feel this urge to be like, oh yeah, you can just do it. <laughs> yeah, very natural, very natural. So that's definitely, that was our, our experience there um, on the beach and just watching. And truth be told, we brought books, but we did not read. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. And I know what you're all wondering right now as we tell you this. Did we go to that section and have sex? <laughs> I know you want to know the answer to that. <laughs> Are we going to tell them? Yeah, we're going to tell them. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, we did not have sex. And it's all because of me. Well, y- yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. You. I really wanted to. I'm like, when are we ever going to have an opportunity to have sex on the beach in a public place? Like, I know plenty of people have had sex on the beach, like at night in a little private cove, hoping that nobody was going to walk in on you. But I mean, like, just broad daylight, full sun, let's have sex. Uh-huh. But we also were not on this trip alone. <laughs> we, we, we had people with us. My brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was already, um, he was already stretched to even be in the city. Mm-hmm. So uh, we didn't, we didn't want to push it too hard. No, it just, yeah, we, have, we decided we're going to have to go back again. So. Yeah, exactly. But- and there's some other reasons which we'll get to a little bit later in the show as to why we have to go back. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's kind of the beach experience. And I want to fast forward a little bit into um, after like five, six hours on the beach, we decided to cruise around and just kind of like keep walking naked in the city because uh-huh. hey, you can. Um, and there's all these different little shops, stores, and it's mostly like sexy lingerie, BDSM things, or like things that are just all for your sexuality. There are a few like regular markets, which is kind of hilarious because you can go in naked. Like you a know? Su- literally like a little supermarket. Uh-huh. And you just walk in and... Buy your wine and cheese and baguette. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. And it's like no big deal. <laughs> yes. But yeah, the, the, this, the shops that were mostly revolving around the late night culture that goes on. Mm-hmm. So then what we noticed were all the different clubs where you can experience different types of sexual um, well experiences. And one thing that we definitely saw is I think Capdag is really good if you're a couple. And that's also what my brother was saying. As a single guy, he was like, well, there's not many single women. Everybody's in couples. And a lot of the clubs are like 
this is for couples only, or you pay way less if you're a couple, you pay way more if you're a single guy. And so there's a lot of things around that. So I think if you have a friend, it's better to go with a friend, at least a couple, like, like be a couple for that time. Or if you're in a, in, in a relationship, just do that. Uh, but what's really fun is that there is something for everyone. There is something for all the different flavors of, of sexuality, whether it's a BDSM club and there's something going on every night, a different theme, a different costume, different stuff that happened to... We found a spa. Oh my God, I really wanted to do that. But we were only there for one day and we didn't have enough time. But it said that sexual um, ex expressions, like it was tolerated, it was accepted. And we're like, oh my God. Like, Because really, honestly, how many times have you gone to a spa where you're like in a jacuzzi or you go to a sauna and then all you want to do is like suck your man's dick or, or touch each other or have sex? It hasn't happened to me. And yes, I have had sex in jacuzzis and places like this, but it's better if it's accepted. <laughs> <laughs> it's better if you don't get thrown out or arrested. But Exactly. But yeah, I mean, who hasn't had that fantasy where you're you're at the spa with your partner uh -huh. and you're just like, oh, wouldn't it be great if? if. And that happens there. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool. And so I think the thing to do, and that's what we've decided, we, we would want to go back for like three days where you can do two nights because a lot of it really does happen at night with the clubs, with the music, with the experiences. But it seems like... I mean, yes, you might get propositioned or people saying, you just have to exercise like your nose. But it's really cool because it's a place of total freedom and ex sexual expression. Yeah, and that's that's really the the coolest part about it is that... It's just, when it comes to sexuality, at least, uh, it's total freedom of expression. Absolutely. I mean, literally, they have a, there's a marina there, and there's restaurants and shops and all that kind of stuff. And like, you could be literally walking along the side of the marina and seeing everybody just sitting on, you know, what looks like almost a very typical uh, French cafe where uh -huh. it's all outdoor seating, and everybody's just naked, and they're, <laughs> they're having their... Your uh, espresso and, you know. <laughs> so then we hope that we give you a good idea of what Capdag looks like and maybe even like picture curiosity. And um, we want to bring in uh, two of our listeners because this show was also inspired by our listeners, Bobby and Tina. And Bobby and Tina are um, naturist people. They like to be naked. And what they wanted to hear was how naturism or nudism aids us, like taking nude vacations, to keep that constant state of arousal. And so, yes, so here we are. We went to CapDAC. We are sexually open people. We, this is something that is part of who we are. But even though to us it wasn't like such a big deal, I have to say the sex we had that night was phenomenal. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I thought was interesting. Now, because, you know, we're around... Uh, sexuality a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, aside from being work stuff, you know, we've been to our share of sex parties and sex positive culture kind of stuff. And so we're really used to that. But I really found, uh, at least being near the section of the beach where sex was was okay, the sexual energy, the, the sort of vibe, the energy coming off of the whole area was really really intense like it was palpable uh -huh. you know so i remember uh when we went back to our little um bungalow in the evening and i remember being tired and you were like telling me how you felt so energized how being able to be into an, an environment that was shame free that was supportive of the sexual nature that wasn't like shaming it or judging it really was 
turning you on, lighting you up. And you were like, I have so much energy. And you were like, I want to make love. And I was like, oh, whatever, you know. And like, as soon as we started and I got into it and hearing your, your excitement about your experience. And then we, yeah, we just had this amazing sexual experience, like multidimensional. And so definitely, yes, like to answer Bobby and Tina's question, this type of, of experiences, when you get to share that as a couple, can absolutely reignite the, the sexual, uh, the passion, your sex life, just your your sense of adventure. And when that happens, you have more libido and creativity. And when you have that fire, it translates into every area of your life. Yeah, and that's exactly it. I mean, we spent a day on the beach and in the city, and I was really feeling strongly that that vibe of like sexual energy. Mm-hmm. And I just took that home and, you know, used it with you. Absolutely. And so another thing that we did, we went to a, a, a naturist beach. And one thing that I really love about the French culture, I know in Switzerland too, I don't know about every country in the year in Europe because I haven't been to all of them, but many of them, especially the South ones, is that it's very common to have places where um, we have naturist clubs, camping areas. Um, so you can go to a full camping where everybody's naked. It's really much part of the culture. So it's super easy to find naked beach. And we found one uh, that was not too far from where we were staying and we decided to spend another day to another like to this beach in particular and what was cool is we found a way to park and I asked one of the guy who was there I was like hey where's the naked uh, part and he was like keep driving (laughs) it's at the end so you know they're they're, always at the end they're always at the end so we're like we got we we got back into the car and we continued until we found the end and then we found the naked beach there what was amazing there too is it's just it feels so much more normal there and it's okay for people to be naked. And definitely we walked, I mean, for, I mean, we could have walked for hours. We probably walked for an hour, but we never reached the end of the beach. Yeah, we walked a long way and we, did. we never, it was still naked people as far yes. as the eye could see. Oh my God, that was so amazing. You can just go on a hike naked. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you some other differences between what I experienced in Europe versus here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here the nude beaches are relatively safe, but there is sometimes a component of, you know, the pervy guy in the back who's trying to make it look like he's not touching himself, but he really is. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it happens. We have to be honest. And um, what I didn't see, you know, like, for instance, we also know another beach where there's, there's a section of weeds like really tall weeds and you see men going in and out all the time. <laughs> I've never been back there, but I'm pretty sure I know what's happening. <laughs> so what I what I didn't see when we were in Europe was really any of that. I didn't mm-hmm. see any looky-loos, like people coming down just to stare at the naked people. Yeah, it didn't feel as pervy, that's true. Yeah, I, I didn't see like any weird single guys sitting in the back, like rolling over, humping the sand or anything like that. <laughs> I didn't see people in and out of the weeds. Like uh-huh. it just—it's felt like any other beach you've ever been to, except 
everybody was naked. Plus, the beaches were really nice. Because sometimes the nude beach is kind of like, well, you get what you get. It's the last one where tourists haven't gone to. But these were like really nice. Yeah, yeah they were just like any other nice beach in I the know. south of France. And I'm you know, sure. I've actually been to a bunch of nude beaches across the south of France. And they're all really nice. That's I haven't true. been the one that isn't. Another thing that's really cool is we went to different parts, um, different beach also. And they were not all naked beach. But what's awesome is you can be topless. And so it's so nice to just be able to be topless and it's accepted. I have to be honest, though, because I've left uh, Switzerland for now 13 years. So it's been a while since, you know, I've lived in Switzerland and and, and been around in Europe or Italy and, and France. And things have changed. So one thing that we've realized is, you know, in some people's minds, they're thinking, oh, my God, a naked city, a naked beach. Oh, my God, this is going to be like my porn fantasy. You have to realize that it's very regular people. Oh, yes. And, and they're even more regular in Europe now than they used to be. Exactly. This is a big difference. So, you know, I, I've been to Europe numerous times over the years, and I can remember the first time I went, which was over a decade ago. And I remember walking around the city of Paris and thinking, my God, like every woman here is amazing. They've all got these great little bodies, and they're fit, and they're just... I was, like, blown away. <clears throat> and so... I've kind of still always had that sort of idea or association mm-hmm. in my head. But you know, you know what we noticed now? We noticed that today they look just like America. There's tons of overweight people, out of shape people, weird, strange body shapes, like all that kind of stuff. They're, the idea that it's all just fat, lazy Americans who eat too big of portions really isn't true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost universal across any developed country now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the other thing, too, is this is this was really funny. This was something that happened. Uh, we had uh, gotten picked up at the airport, and where we were staying was about two hours from the airport. And we were driving for about an hour, and then Celine says, Isn't it great? We haven't seen a single McDonald's. And the second she said that, we drove past a McDonald's, right? <laughs> and, and after that moment, we, we were kind of paying more attention because... I mean, we know that fast food restaurants have been in Europe for a long time, but there weren't really that many of them. Most people didn't like them. They thought it was crappy American food, which it is. Um, but we started paying attention, and there were fast food chain restaurants mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere, even in small little cities and villages, not even like big ones. Mm-hmm. So this, the, this uh, sort of globalization of cheap, unhealthy food has really spread all over the world. Yeah, that's pretty unfortunate. Um, But what I'd like to discuss is some of the benefits of being naked. So now we know that, okay, it's not always like it is a new fantasy and you get to see real people, real bodies. um, And that definitely really helps because... I think it just kind of like helps with appreciating yourself more with having if you have body image issues, because you're always thinking if you compare yourself to like magazines or pictures and then you're like, you go to the beach and you notice that people do have cellulite. People have like really gigantic testicles or lips, or none at all, or not at all, or lopsided breasts, or weird thing that you thought you were the only one or people do have body hair or like you're like, wow, actually I'm normal. That's often the biggest realization for people when they do something like that is everybody's got their thing. They're like, oh, I got this thing. I'm the mm-hmm. weird one, you know? And, and when you see everybody naked, 
you just realize that everybody's got stuff. Like, exactly. Like what you see in magazines, of course, we know this uh, intellectually, but now you get to experience it firsthand. It's all made up. It's airbrushed. Even mm-hmm. even like the supermodels got a little cellulite or, or a little crease or a little thing here or there, and that's all just photoshopped right out. And so I think that really helps you, especially as a couple, because then you get to see that, wow, I mean, I look at my husband, I'm thinking, wow, this man is so hot. Like, I want to do him. <laughs> and and I really brought, you know, it helped me to bring that juiciness back home to accept who we are in our bodies and, and just celebrate who we are. Another benefits of being naked and truly naked in the sun is you get no weird tan lines. You know, I actually know a few people that think tan lines are sexy. I think they are <laughs> Like, I mean, they happen, right? Everybody gets tan lines. So if you have it, you have it. It's no big deal. Like, it's not like we would go, ha, ooh, you're weird because you have tan lines. But but to intentionally want to have tan lines seems ridiculous to me. So every now and then we, we will be at a nude beach and we'll see somebody who obviously doesn't frequent a nude beach. And it looks bizarre to me to have two giant bright white triangles on your breasts. <laughs> or like, like you know, a, a, an ass that is so white... <laughs> That you have to put your sunglasses on, and then the rest of you is all dark. It's just, it's, it's pretty silly to me. You know, I mean, like I said, it, it's if it happens, it happens. But if I had a choice and I was like naked with my partner, I would prefer to see one nice solid color. It could be light, it could be dark, doesn't matter. But but this whole like weird tan line thing is bizarre. Okay, another thing that we talked about, it does take the stigma out of being naked. And that's really nice. It is. And so there's some stigma around being naked. And then there's the opposite thing with being clothed, which is we look at people and we make a lot of judgments and assumptions about them based on how they're dressed. Mm-hmm. Are they dressed nicely? Do they have an expensive watch on? Mm-hmm. Do they have expensive jewelry on? You know, are they dressed provocatively or very conservatively? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at certain people and say, oh, he's probably a doctor or, oh, this person is this or that. Mm-hmm. Or you make all these judgments. And the cool thing is, is without any of those signals, you have no idea. Yeah, it really makes everyone on the on the level plane that's like the same for everyone. And I think, you know, it's like you're literally naked. And sometimes we hide behind, we hide behind those other things. And that, when you're naked, you just can't hide anymore. Nope. And I think it helps to bring more of the heart or more of who you truly are. Like you, you cut through the BS, go straight to what truly matters. Mm-hmm. How about you do the next one on the list? Because I know it's one of your favorites. Oh, to appreciate yourself more? Uh, oh, no, we've already talked about that. Yeah. On, oh, you mean swimming naked? Yes. Ah! <laughs> okay, swimming naked is so amazing. It is just, it, it's plain, it's better. It's That's it. There's nothing else you can say about it. When you feel the water and you feel your labia and it's like, they kind of like become little like... <laughs> little, little fins. <laughs> little fins, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was having the picture. But it really, like the way you feel the water on your body, it's so sensual. You have to try it. If you haven't yet swam naked, you have to give it a try. Once you get used to it, you don't want to go back. Like when no. you have to go swimming and you wear a suit, you're like, this sucks. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> um, let's see. 
Uh, it's a turn on. I don't know if we covered that one already or not. Well, you kind of mentioned how you got turned on being there at the Naked City and the great sex we had. So I think we kind of mentioned it. Yeah, but we'll talk about it just a slight bit more, which is, you know, one of the things we notice even around our own house is when it's warm out, Mm -hmm. we're naked around the house a lot. Mm -hmm. And the more we're naked, the more we touch each other, the more like I'll look at Celine and start to get turned on. And like, it really helps create that constant state of arousal that we talk about all the time is so that you don't have to go from zero to a hundred when you decide now is the time to have <laughs> sex, you know, like when, when it's the time to have sex, maybe you're at like 20, 30. And, and you're more open to like spontaneous sex because you have nothing else to remove. You're like, oh, what the heck? Let's just do it. You know, it, it definitely, we have more frequent sex. We touch each other more. I think we're happier. It definitely plays a big role in that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it can totally be used in that way. <laughs> and so, of course, that brings us to the last one on the list, which is your relationship will benefit. Yeah, your relationship with yourself because your self-esteem get boosted. You feel better. You love yourself more. And your relationship with your partner because it just... I, you, you you just are who you are and you love yourself. And when you love yourself, you can love your partner more. Everybody accepts themselves more. Like Kevin mentioned, you're already turned on. You're already in that constant state of arousal. And it's just, you don't have to restart. You have to just continue and see where it takes you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't yet taken naked vacations, we highly recommend that you do that. And maybe you won't be able to go to Cap Dag like us, but there are places you can go. There are places that are uh, naked friendly, even here in the U.S. And if you can't, you could do a staycation that is naked. Yeah. And see how it goes. We, we do that from time to time. We should do that. So there's always a solution, but spend more time naked. See how it feels. Enjoy it. Enjoy each other and see how it changes yourself and your relationship. Absolutely. All right, everybody. That's all the time we have for this episode. And we will see you next week. We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing.